This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. When I look above and beyond There are times when I feel your love around me, baby I'll never forget my baby When I feel that I don't belong Draw my strength from the words When you said, hey, it's about you, baby Look deeper inside you, baby. Go ahead, break it out, sister. Do you want it together again? Everywhere I go, every smile I see, I know you are there, smiling back at me, dancing in moonlight. I know you are free, cause I can see your star shining down on me. I did that for you. Thank you, sister. I did that song for you. Aww. I know, I know you love it. And I know it brings you yes, it the emotes and they're good emotes. The people, my brother. <laughs> yes. We be here, Brian, and we be feeling you. We know you here with us. Yes. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord. Uh, I would say happy holiday, but why? <laughs> I mean, if you have the day off, congratulations. I hope you enjoy yeah, have enjoyed go. some good food. Yes. Everything else is lies, chaos, and negativity. Mm-hmm. Just like this, what country? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to the kitchen table. <sighs> we yes. are here, Jade and I, to discuss the ghetto that is adulthood, the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes of being a real live adult in the year of our Lord, 2022. And the tainted, because I am carrying a viral load. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I am so disgusted with myself. <laughs> I have COVID. Jay got that cocoa bee. Y'all know I've been avoiding this shit for two and a half years. I'm mad. I'm upset. But you can hear more about that in the Patreon. I'm pretty sure. Don't let them get nothing on you. I'm t- <laughs> and they did. It's terrible. 
I'm Ain't sorry. a stain on me. I did. I got a stain on me. I got a... But it's fine. You know, all of the reaffirming shit that I told Kia when she... Yes. <laughs> yes. I was able to say the very same right yeah. back to my sister. Made me want to go back into the past, though, and be like, shut the fuck up, Jade. I have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right so with disease and infection. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. But I'm grateful yes. for uh, your girl and your girl, Noezy. Yes, ASAP. Noisha. She got COVID on her birthday. Did. Took it like a G, though. Did, because now she's back to driving me crazy. But <laughs> we all got it, man. Terrible. It got us bad, girl. <laughs> <laughs> But thankfully, they're all, the worst of it is behind them. It is. Um, it is. And it's just, you know, being diligent, resting, hydrating, getting Ooh. this mess up out of your system. I made some of my bitters. Mm-hmm. I do a bitters with the orange pill and lemon pill and um, cinnamon, clove, little apple cider vinegar, uh, cut up turmeric and ginger root, both mm. of them. Um, shout out to Mary Akpa and her recipe and just stew that down all day. You keep adding water. You just let it just go. Then you strain it out. It's good and thick. It's bitters. Mm. And then you take that, you put it in tea. You can put it in a morning tonic. You can put it in um, mm. wine like I do sometimes. <laughs> and I do. I mean, adds a it nice makes little it effort the vitamins. <laughs> Taking my vitamins. Thank you. And you know it's a nice concoction, a little citrus, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> a little, a little natural, a little cinnamon. Um, and I've been doing that, and the nature's penicillin, and made a big pot of soup. You know, just trying to hydrate the kid, vitamin D, all of that. You know who it got though? The worst. Tristan it got the the nigger. It's always the niggers. And then I wondered. I said, Is, is it, it worse? I don't deal with. Yes. Is it worse or is it they're just dramatic? That's exactly what my question was. Yeah. But then it was like that time when he told me he was allergic to shrimp. Did I ever tell you that? No. I'm going to tell, tell y'all a story <laughs> so you could further confirm why I'm a terrible person. <laughs> um, so when we first got together, I was like, you got food allergies? Very important question. He's like, I'm allergic to shrimp. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. I was like, all seafood or shrimp? He was like, shrimp, because I can eat fish and crab. I was like, okay. So one day I wanted to make crawfish etouffee. Mm -hmm. So I revisited. I said, how do you know you really allergic to shrimp? He was like, because when I was 10, one time I ate some shrimp and my lips swelled up. I said, you were 10? Nigga, that was 30 years ago. I was like, no, 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 no. That's not even enough confirmation. (laughs) So what I do, I made the crawfish etouffee. Boy, that lip got to swelling up, and I was like, oh! (laughs) See there? You see? You see that? So when he said he was feeling shitty, I was like, you know, man, are you being dramatic? Or then I went and took his temperature, the the thing, beep, 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 103. I was like, go to the emergency room. Oh, that's what I think. (laughs) I was like, oh, you're very sick. You're you're very sick, yes, indeed. I had to stand over him, though, because you know I'm with a Caribbean, and he don't like to take no Western medications, including Tylenol and shit, to stand over that nigga like a corrections officer. 
with, with some Tylenol. Like, take you and don't put it in your cheeks. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, you have to take this. We've got to get this fever down. But now we, you know, we all at about ninety. Mm-hmm. We had about ninety percent still taking day naps, which is nice. But yeah, I mean, take time. You know, body's just trying to yeah, just Re- trying to rejuvenate. Yes. It is something, and I think what what my um, rheumatologist was saying, she was like. It is a virus, and your body actively is fighting it. And so, like, yeah, yeah, like the fact that, like, the way that you know, the labor that your body is is enduring to get it out of your system, it's like you know, yeah, this is you have to honor that and take and sort of replenish. Yep, yep. Um, so that's what I'm trying to do. You know, just get my let me take my little lung formula too. I take a little lung formula. Um, little natural supplement that has a bunch of shit in it. Mm. Long pepper fruit, elecampane root, malabar nut tree leaf, cinnamon, holy basil, cardamom. Holy basil. Licorice root. Yeah, oh yeah, holy basil. Tulsi is what it is. It's a it's a natural herb. I make I put it in um tea blends too. With your diatomaceous herbs. That's the morning tonic. <laughs> <laughs> You love saying diatomaceous herbs. It is one of my favorite things. <laughs> diatomaceous herbs. <laughs> diatomaceous it's so good for you. Oh. You know, you know what I like saying? Ashwagandha. <laughs> I love saying ashwagandha. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm gonna name my baby that. Cause you say so like you put so much in ash, ash, ashwagandha. Are you crazy? It's one of my favorite words. Oh man, I just we're ridiculous. Some words are just fun to say, and diatomaceous has got to be at the very top of that. Diatomaceous. I just love saying it. <laughs> just like Kosciuszko. <laughs> and it's just the most is- obnoxious of, like, what? All of these syllables. Wow. It's like, you know, it's funny because when I was a kid, I hated. So my father said randomly. It was a strange child. <laughs> he said randomly. I hated the word haberdashery. <laughs> and he would say it. Just to get on my nerves, Habitash. he would get my face. He go haberdashery, and I would say, "Don't say that." <laughs> How do you have disdain for a word? I don't know. He was like, "You hated the word haberdashery. Why? You hated it." <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in a past life, I owned one and it burned down or something. <laughs> That's so know. random. I hate that word. Why? I don't I know. Hate, I don't know. So I'd be like, two. He's like, Ashley, not Ashley, God. Haberdashery. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> oh, she got beef with a word, yo. That's crazy. I did, I'm telling you, we be coming back in, uh, from other lives and with trauma. But anyway, how are you? How's your family? <laughs> Everybody's doing better on the mend. We've got making some slow progress but we're thankful that it's progress um good, good. you know 
We're just taking care of each other best we can. That's all. That's all we can do. Child. You need to give them some of my some of my herbal remedies. Child. I should send a you care should. package down there. They're like, what in the world is they're, this? They're like, your friend sent <laughs> a box of leaves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because that's exactly what my grandmother's going to say. What is this grass? In <laughs> Is there grass in the witchcraft? What is this? <laughs> is this weed, Kia? What no. is this? No, it is not. No. Diatomaceous earth and ash. Waganda. Uh. Astragalus root. <laughs> like, it looks like hamster pellets. But anyway. <laughs> hamster pellets. Okay. Well, we have a, a slight bit of trash, I guess, you know. A wee bit, daisy a wee bit a of wee trash bit. that we have compiled ourselves. So let's head over that direction. Okie doke. A clean up woman. <sighs> it's time for the trash. And uh, y'all know how it's been bringing me trepidation every single week, especially as of lately. I don't want to discuss any of the Supreme Court bullshit. Y'all are reading enough on that. What I did want to discuss... Mm-hmm were some of the Essence Fest performances oh, that my happened. Goodness. And so what, uh, shout out to, to Hulu because uh, Hulu actually live streamed the yes. Essence Fest. Many, Most of the main stage performances and even some of the other lounges and stages that were around the festival. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Black Twitter, oh, we all got together. You know that, you know, we, when we get together, we have a time. It's a good time. You know, it's a we good have time. a time down to the Twitter when we when we watch TV together. And so, uh, you know, we were able to watch some of the performances. Uh, folks like Jasmine Sullivan. And, uh, a uh, fave. Yes, indeed. Uh, um, Summer Walker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, I saw the city girls um, uh, the headliner uh, so on Saturday night Janet Jackson was the headliner yes I did see Janet's performance and then last night New Edition was the headliner okay can I just they did well All right, sister I went to Essence Fest in uh, yeah maybe 05 uh huh I think I know where this is going um, maybe 05 because it was right after Katrina mm-hmm. and New Edition also headlined the main stage at Essence Fest they really love Essence Fest I think I told you they that they went over time and Bobby Brown they pulled they let the, the curtains come down uh-huh. cut the mics off and Bobby Brown kept singing <laughs> Swear to God, swear on everything I know and love. He got in the camera, he was licking the lips, ah, you know, because you know they got the jumbotron, so he would go up to the jumbotron camera and he kept singing after the curtain came down and the mics went off. Um, I don't understand. You're not going to, oh. but that's what happened, and I just and I feel like that was not the first time New Edition performed at Essence Fest. So, and I don't feel like this is the second time I feel since like, then. Exactly. So I feel like, and me and Toya was talking about this last night, because it's like, it seems like there's just a cycle of like eight to ten uh, artists or headliners 
that they just cycle through because like Mary J is common uh-huh. and new edition is common and um, Janet Jackson has headlined uh-huh. several times. So it's like, they just got six <laughs> folks on the loop and they just sort of cycle through. So next year probably be Mary J and Fantasia and somebody else. Yeah. And on the sub stages, they'd be having like mint condition pretty regularly, mm-hmm. which is super random. I mean, one of my favorites, but also very random. <laughs> this year they had, um, the roots did like this whole hip hop set. Amazing oh, I love and that. dope. And, and you know, just, they're just amazing. But you know, they pulled, uh, they kept Jet. calling out all of these guests, all of these folks is sort of, doing their it's like mini sets and so there was mm-hmm. a whole Wu-Tank moment yes with Ghostface oh, yes and uh RZA and, and that fine ass I mean it, method it is unreasonable Jade I mm. me mm, I know <laughs> I know I don't lust often <laughs> but when I do <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Mm. So there. Mm. Method Man came out and did like the, the Wu-Tang set. And then he came out and did his shorty. I'm here for you anytime you need all of that. Mm, and uh, What are my wedding songs? <laughs> <laughs> That's um, what we danced to. It was so good. Okay. Then they put uh, the Ashanti came out. Ashanti? Ashanti. <laughs> And she was saying that Long, it was Long Island Zone. It was her twentieth anniversary. I'm like, of what, <laughs> baby? Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So then she did a little baby. medley of her songs, and she had on, a, a, like you know, a very high cut panty. I will say, Ashanti. Listen, the body is day. together, but listen, but I just felt like uh, uh, that high cut panty. You can literally see the divots of her. Nethers. Hold on. Let me see. <laughs> well, let me look. And I said, Ashanti girl, this was a choice now. And it wasn't, it wasn't, um, because I mean, like I said, the body is there and everything. And it was just like, whoa, this is a high cut panty girl. This is, this is giving right up on your box. Was um, this? Oh, wait a minute. And she had on a, um, Jennifer Lee. It Lee's, wasn't pink. No, it was black. She on Jennifer Lee's, uh, over the knee boot, amazing. Okay. Amazing okay. over the knee boot, um, but yes. Yeah, so, either way, child. It was. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh. You see, and oh, she, sh- she, okay. she, so she performed in that, and it was like, okay. Oh, this bodysuit is is it though? Yes, but I'm saying like, this. I don't know. It was just a lot of thigh meat. <laughs> <clears throat> and I don't think she had on the right hosieries. See, that's where you have to make sure that you have, you have the, the right hosieries. You, you've got to have. Oh, she made a children's book. Did she? Um, you know, I don't this have, lady continues to work. And, and I'm not. I am not mad. Anything. I am not mad. And I. Yes. Yeah, so Ashanti came out. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, um, the locks. I'll tell you who did the not locks show came up. out. The locks came out and Jada. Well, Jada Thanks. Kiss came out first, and then then it was the locks and um, then, all three. Then yes, then Little Kim came out. Can we talk about that for a little while? Yes, I mean, there's a there. 
I'm concerned. Little Kim? Um, yeah, very, actually. What's um, happening? You have a theory. I what do is it? have a theory. Okay, so, <laughs> you know, I fa- I'm fascinated by fascinating things, right? And Little Kim's body fascinates me. <laughs> I am astounded. I'm looking at it. There's like, there's like scientific anomalies <laughs> in her, in her yeah. body. So... Mm-hmm. And and just like you know, the person I I I'm a, I will at a moment's notice launch a full on research analysis like on my own. Okay, get on me Kimberly, down to yeah. the Google Scholar, yeah. and I'm down in it, I'm trying to understand how these things come together. So I found myself recently in a rabbit hole, um, mm. trying to understand what happened. To little Kim, <laughs> like just like in terms of these surgeries and what happens around plastic surgery, you know, like you know, and as it uh, changes over over time. So I've been mm-hmm. learning a lot about like scar tissue. Like you get these procedures, and sometimes your where however your scar tissue is set up, depending upon how good your plastic surgeon was, and you know their technique, all that other stuff. You might have all this crazy scar tissue and where scar tissue is, um, fat cannot go. Like, you know, if you have scar tissue in the natural places where your body stores fat, when you gain Mm -hmm. weight after that procedure, the fat has to find somewhere else to go because it can't go where the scar tissue is. And I feel like if you think about all of the things, you know, given scar tissue and like just, you know, little Kim's stature. She's very short. She has a She's very, very petite, very petite. Mm-hmm. She has a very short torso. There's only but so many places. And now she's compounded those limitations with scar tissue all over the place. We had multiple mm. surgeries on surgeries on surgeries. Mm. And now, and she's gained weight because she's a woman and, and our weight fluctuates as we age right. and just, but naturally like the fat has nowhere to go. And that's why she looks swollen and yeah, looking. you see, and it's like, I love Kim and, and oh, it's no. kind Her of, and Ray J performed together. Ciao. Oh Ray J performed? <laughs> Did I miss that? Let me see. Oh, no, this is in May. Oh, this okay. is Lovers and Friends. Yes, I was like, no, Ray J was not down to the essence. Oh, wait a Thank minute. Thank God. Um, okay, so no, this is making sense in her, but in her face. face. That's what I'm saying. Anywhere where there's no, like, so, and I mean, she's also worked on her face. So there's scar tissue in her face, which means that when her face gets fuller, it can only get fuller in certain spaces and all this other foolishness. All that. Yes. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just makes me think. We think about all the ways in which, and I'm all for it. Child, if you have some money, if you have the coin, and you want to get some nipped, some things nipped and tucked and sucked and put back Listen, right. Listen, ain't nobody go forth yeah, and but carry it's got, on but about put your back business. right is the phrase and the key. <laughs> That's the thing. You can like it's like somebody else cleaning your kitchen, exactly. and then all of a sudden your mixing bowls are in another <laughs> exactly. cabinet. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Everything's disheveled. Exactly. <laughs> And so it's is like, is this Kimbella's real butt? Is no. This so real I, that's ass? another thing. And they've they gotten so creative. We think about the changes that we <laughs> want to make in our bodies right now. But you got to think about like, you know, what what will your tummy tuck mean ten years from now? What sort of things will need to be maintained? Will you need to continue to get surgeries? Like, what? How can you? What are like being mindful of weight gain, natural fluctuations. 
all -hmm. of the transitions of life, we all think about these surgeries with respect to those implications. And so like when Kim was in her early thirties, she was getting surgeries. And now I'm sorry. Look at her. Her body's changed. She's had a baby. I diverted away from Kim and went to Kim Bella because I saw her on Kim's page and sister. What did she do? I thought Kim Bella this is the Kim Bella that says still cute. Still still pretty. Yeah, um uh Jewels. Jewels, mm-hmm. um are they married? Are they together? I don't know what they are now. I can't keep up. But I'm looking What has she at done? Her belly. Her it's belly? her belly. She said yeah, mad kids. Yeah, but she's gotten all the surgery. All the tummy tucks. Oh, all so like her belly button is gone? Yeah. It's a thing of yeah. the past. Yeah. It's like a, just a little figure in like kind of etched into the belly. Yikes. And she, oh man. Oh no, she's definitely her and Jewels are still together. Kimberly James, aka Mrs. Santana <laughs> with a ring emoji. Bless her. <laughs> She I don't. Stick I'm never. Her. I'm not. I'm not against anybody in a nip and a tuck. No. Do is it my personal choice? Absolutely not. But just because I choose not to do something doesn't mean that other people don't have the right to do it. Absolutely. All I ask, beloved, is that like I just, if I may be honest here for a moment, I may catch some backlash. You know, I'd be prepared for that. Summer Walker oh, worries me. I'm concerned as well because at the Essence Festival. And I mean, should th- I, I'm saying this because I have seen posts and other sort of um, messages that she has communicated saying that she does not enjoy performing. It's not yeah, something. Which is why I don't understand. Right. So, I, so my thing is like, I watched her perform. This is my first time probably seeing her perform live. And it was like, put it on my grave, nigga. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, she doesn't want to be up here. She's no. performing like she no. doesn't want to be up here. Like there's no like her. She doesn't emote. It's very flat. No. And yeah. I know that she has the, um, you know, conditions that she has. And I'm not holding that against her. I actually think it's mm. great that she's so honest about them. But I just don't understand yeah. if if this is something that she does not want to do and it does not bring her joy or fulfillment. Why does she why have she? to do it? Why is she slated to perform? Why is she? I mean, because she did nothing but literally pace back and forth across the stage. She didn't like raise her hand or smile or like there was there was there was no anything. She, She's also going to surgically remove her nose. Oh, wow. If she does any more, she's going to be on the little Kim train. And I know Kim, I know that they come from deeper rooted issues, but it still makes me sad. Yeah, and I mean, she's changed her entire face. I'm not going to hold Whole you. thing. Whole thing. Whole thing. I just, I just, it makes me sad. And then what infuriates me is after y'all have made me sad, you slap those elaborate baby hairs on top of everything <laughs> else that you're doing. And it's frustrating to look at. <sighs> I don't mind an elaborate baby hair. It's just when you have so much going on and then the elaborate baby hairs. And I do mind the elaborate baby hairs when you're wearing a gown. I don't understand that. I'm just not, and maybe you know, I'm ignorant. But I, yes. I don't. Speaking it's of, it's just it's a look that baffles me. But yes, please continue. I was gonna say, speaking of baby hairs, I also saw the City Girls perform 
um at, go poppy yes at the at the essence um lucky day um okay oh talent yeah yes uh patty labelle um, I saw Patty and she brought Debbie Allen on yes, stage. She did. Um she did really well. Uh the Isley brothers. Interesting. So um so I heard that Granddaddy Ronald <laughs> played Yes he did a video. He played the contagious video. Where he start starring he and R. Kelly. Yes, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is, mind you, which, you know, we ain't really because rot, but he got 30 years, by the way. Which That's just one case. He's, he has another. Um, oh, that was one case. That's one case. He has a federal case uh, in Chicago. And I think the um, sentencing for that is in August. Well, good. Um, I was glad for the 30 years. Didn't think it was enough. Uh, but I was like, okay, good. We're at least starting to get somewhere, right? Because it's been a very long time coming. But so you come, right? And you think that's a good idea to for that to be your intro? Like, you don't want to detach yourself from... That's just wild to me. Niggas really be doing some nigga ass shit. I don't even. I was just like, at essence, right? At essence, you at don't walk essence. out to the contagious video? That's rich. Like, you don't see Shantae Moore. I mean, I don't see Shantae Moore, but you don't see Shantae Moore <laughs> going around performing <laughs> contagious she anymore. Can. She's like, I've got other songs. I'm not doing this to myself. What's wrong with you? Is he making a statement? Was he not thinking? Was there know. no team to All say I this is not a good idea? Is that Ron Isley is eighty-one. Okay, not excusing, right. not excusing, but you no, know. No, but you got to. It comes into a factor, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, think about. Are we talking about eighty-one years of patriarchy? <laughs> I mean, yeah, because sure, Ron Isley got his deep own shit down. You know what I'm saying? Like. Ron Isley, who's married to someone who's like 40 years older than his wife. Okay. Okay. So like, I mean, I'm like, you know, that's why, I mean, I noticed it, but it was just like, well, you know, Mm. not at all. I can't say that this is shocking. No, it's not, but it's still like gross. (laughs) It's gross. It's just gross. That's just one person's music. I can't. I just can't revisit. You know what I'm saying? And I and you know stuff pops in the head. I'd be trying to beat it out. <laughs> like I just I can't. It don't sit right in my spirit. It don't sit right in my soul. And I don't understand people who are able to just. But you know, whatever. Um, who else was there? I think the. Let's see. <laughs> what did I say? Um, I said Jasmine Sullivan. Right. I watched her. Yes. Ugh. You need to She did very 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 well. Um I, I saw Tj saw Moses. that Nicki Minaj. Yes. Oh. Nicki Minaj did perform. Um Yeah, but they didn't show. They did not. And people were big bad. <laughs> I I don't remember because I honestly 
didn't even know that they were streaming until Saturday. So uh, whatever happened on Friday, I missed as well. But I'm going to go back to the schedule that I was looking at. Is this the first year that they've streamed all the performances? I believe so. I did not know. I, yeah, I did not know that this was a thing. But Alba, Alba posted it on Facebook. She was she mm-hmm. posted the schedule and was like, yeah, y'all welcome. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nicki Minaj. She, me Nas, yes. Um, Friday was Wyclef, um, uh, Wyclef and Friends. So I guess Wyclef brought Lauren Hill out. Um, Na- oh, okay. Yeah. Nas and Nicki Minaj, they were on Friday. So I did not know. Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch the stream on Friday. So I don't know whether or not she was a part of it. But Chloe and ha- Halle performed. Uh, Summer Walker. Oh yeah, I saw Halle's hair get stuck yes. in the microphone. Um, L- Lucky Day. Uh, D Nice. DJ D Nice had a set, which was cool. Let me tell you who has gotten a redemption since this pandemic. My name is D Nice. Mm-hmm. He has gotten. He was at Roots Picnic. Mm-hmm. That man went out there and started doing those pandemic playlists and whatever. I mean, the DJ sets, Blue, club uh, quarantine. That's what it is. And all these young people and all of the people who already mm-hmm. knew who he was. I'm I'm actually glad for him. He's getting himself a little resurgence. That's nice. It is nice. But yeah. Um, okay. That it was a good cute. time. I enjoyed New Edition. New Edition closed last night. I got my life. I still don't love him. Mm. I tried to tell myself. myself. Mm. Yeah, I mean, all I used six to have members. a new edition um, VHS tape. It was a, a, a compilation of performances and concerts and all kinds of shit. And I would watch yes. that new edition VHS tape like my life depended on. I know, on that's it. right. If it is in love, it is in love. Why do I feel this way? Why does she stay on my mind? Ugh. And then remember when they came back out? Remember when New Edition tried to have a comeback and they came off when they came out with yes. that "Hit Me Off." Uh, hit me <laughs> off. There was another song that they had. Uh, yes, it was. Hold on, because um, it was a, it was that "Come Home with Me" or, or "Going Home" or something uh, home album. Hold on. Wow. Okay. They had a hit because they want they want like 106 in Park. Like they came back. Home again. Okay. Hold on. Um, they had "Hit Me Off" and. Hold on. Wait, was it? Oh, yeah. Was this it? Hold on. Or was that just this? No. Okay, that was hit me off. Oh. Oh, you could tell they were trying to be young again. Okay, yeah, I don't know. But. <laughs> I don't know. But I know New Edition has continued to work. And I. Yes, they I'm are glad. good. They're good. Of course, Johnny. so Bobby was there. Bobby and he was wasn't. there. Bobby was there, and still Bobbying. He. Was, I wonder how crazy he actually drives. He was a little. Uh, I wonder too, right? Like, <laughs> oh Lord! And I wonder Bobby, if y'all. Bobby is actually the craziest one, or if it's actually somebody else that we don't know. Because that that like I wonder how Johnny Gill is. I feel like Johnny gets on all of their nerves. I feel like that too. 
Because, of course, like, they leave him to, to end, uh, like, he got a, all his dramatics. He had a little part in this set where he did, sings My, My, My. And so he ends it. And he got and he and he started doing it Johnny my, style. Like, please, Johnny, please. We don't have all night. Oh, did Ralph sing sensitivity? Okay. Did they do any Bill Biv DeVoe cuts? All of them. They did. They did poison. They did. They got all the ones. Um, did they do tell me when can I see you smile again no they didn't do that one they did uh, a missed opportunity can can you stand the rain that was they closed on can you stand the rain on a perfect day (laughs) (laughs) new Johnny Gill had his Nau, his live Nau. <laughs> Let me tell you, Johnny Wange with his thick ass neck. <laughs> them nigga, even Ursher Baby, they all had. Oh, now speaking of him, speaking of Ursher Baby, did you watch his tiny desk? I finally watched so his good, tiny desk. So good, so good. That man deserves his flowers. I don't care if you're a super fan of his I or not, because I'm care. not. He's also a phenomenal entertainer. I want to go. To the residents. Phenomenal. I want to go. I think we should. I want to go. I really do because I just feel like I need. Watch this. Yes. (laughs) Watch this. I love how he busted out laughing after he did it because he knew it was ridiculous. (laughs) And I don't think he realized what it was getting ready to turn into. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I just was so sad that I felt like it ended too soon. I was like, wow. Don't we get some more tiny desks? I mean, it's only, wow. This only been five songs. I was dying, though, because re- Melissa retweeted somebody who said, now, don't y'all be out here looking for no leather uh, cuff turtlenecks. Thank you. That is That was for Usher and Usher only. Don't and Melissa's like, it. thank you for that check, because I was certainly looking for a leather bed turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Nobody can get away with this but Usher, so y'all need to just chill it on out. Like, don't even try. Please. No. Get somewhere and sit down. He has had a run, honey. And a you know very what? I'll say this. And, and, and I also learned that Chris Brown is in his feelings because uh, I guess his album launched to um, very low interests, low sales, oh. low streams. Um, and so he was upset. He was like, you know, when I'm in, when I'm in the news for doing something bad, I'm all over the news and now y'all don't, you know, I'm trying to put out a new album and y'all don't support me. He also Um, recently suggested that he could do a versus with Usher Raymond. And to that, I say, absolutely not. uh, I don't think so. No. Well, hmm. nope, 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 nope. No. Uh, First of all, uh, Usher's first I'm album is I'm just as fan. old as Chris Brown. <coughs> yes. <clears throat> you are, yes. You are right about that. Um, I've, Usher, first of all, started performing at like 13 years old. Mm-hmm. So, And Chris Brown was 16 or so. He was not old. No, he was not. And Usher is older. You remind me, wasn't was you remind me to like first like no uh his first all I do is think of you 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, like, that was before his little, like, resurgence where he came back with You Remind Me. Because You Remind Me was, like... Is You Remind Me before You Make Me Wanna? Before I mean, You Make Me Wanna. Thank you. You Make Me Wanna. That was... You Make Me Wanna was when he, like... That was a My Way album, wasn't it? Yes. Because she likes in My Way. Yeah, he said that My Way. That album is... And that album is 25 years old. Oh, isn't Chris Brown 25 years old? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Maybe I'm only thinking from like a... But hasn't Chris Brown made like a, like a lot of music? He has. Like you don't think... Can, they can go 20 songs, right? They and can, they can I dance mean, a in, terms of, in terms of quantity, yes. Like, I, I do feel like Chris has a sufficient amount of hits. I'm just saying like... To me, it seems like you, you don't disrespect Usher this way. So who would you put against Usher? Nobody. Because somebody, oh, who was, was that? Antoinette. Antoinette. All, God. Unfortunately, <sighs> her credibility is out of the window. <laughs> she's just not a credible source anymore, unfortunately. Because she says she's concerned for Usher versus Justin Timberlake. She's concerned. What are her concerns uh-huh. exactly? That Justin. T- let me see if she answers the phone. I, that Justin Timberlake. As I is... said before, zero <laughs> credibility. Zero. Nil, I... None. No credibility. None. She and I saw that, and I was like, "What's happened? Like, what you going through, sister?" Justin, I just don't see. I just feel like we give people, people like we just get. To me, there's just such a lack of respect for seasoning, like time. Yeah. Like, you know, we give folks, we give away like titles like Icon and and that. We, 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 We give these people too much too quickly. We throw these words around, and it's just like I don't know. Do I think Chris right. Brown Usher is incredible? Have to do a versus exactly. Chris Brown, I think, standalone always had an extraordinary amount of talent. I will not take that from him. He's had mm-hmm. some major songs, some major hits, and I think he um, he yeah, I think he's great. Is he Usher? nowhere near no 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 no. and i would i wouldn't put i was thinking in the terms of i said all right versus itself i can't think of anybody else who i would actually really put against usher but i think of i don't really enjoy chris brown's music so this is what i'm saying but i mean i just even just thinking like generationally i see usher being of yes. one generation, Chris Brown to me is with. I compare him with the Mario's and, and Ray J's, yeah. and he should have been on that one. He's over there with them. He could have killed in that one, actually. Like I think Mario and Chris Brown would have would actually been a versus worth watching. <laughs> you, to me. You're absolutely right. Now Mario would have been huh. mollywopped, but but, but it I was swept, honey. <laughs> Strawberry. <laughs> 
Brutal. <laughs> I mean, it would have been a sweep through the city. <laughs> and and Pleasure P would have never been allowed like, to Like, are on you stage. kidding? But no. I felt like he should have been down the street with them. Like, you trying to usher? First of all, sit back, okay? Sit back. No, you're right. Sit Chris Brown don't have a, a, a Vegas residency. No. No, he he's no not Vegas exactly. Residency. He's not even in that phase in his career. He got way no, more work not. to do before he could even be in the same sentence with Usher Raymond. And clearly, if you fussing about people not Thank buying your you. album, you, then... I mean, why you ha- why you on Instagram <laughs> having a tantrum? Why not be working? I wouldn't mind seeing him in a little dance battle, though. I think it would make for a great show. But you, I was yeah. when we talk about like comparing like versus like to me it's like nah nah y'all kidding no you're right you're right and i damn sure would not put usher against justin timberlake again i that's just not wouldn't a, do that again to me that's not the same generation it's not the same gener like justin had what two albums what what the, like three yeah cry me a river that's what i'm and, saying uh, he done had three albums like no did he have a good run did he have a good run where he had mad hits? Does he have 20 hits? Absolutely. Does it make him comparable to Usher Raymond? Does he have 20 solo hits? I mean, if we really thought about it, we might could stretch to a good, I, I think 12 to 14, I, I would say. Let me see. Cry me a river. Um, now I will say that Sexy Back album was very good. Future Sex Love Sounds. Yes. But that's and because Timbaland. He's, and he got features. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, if he Mafia. throws in the, like, you know, everybody else throws in their group songs. So if he throw in the sync numbers. Cry me, cry me. Cry me, cry me. Hmm. So, I mean, I think, you know, I just think we get, we, we compare, like, the, sometimes, sometimes the things that, these competitions people have been throwing out. I'm like, y'all don't even know what you talk about. No, you're right. You're right. I thought, it, and I was only thinking about it from a dance level, but I think you're right. Chris Brown and Usher would be Chris Brown, Usher, would and Justin Timberlake would make an amazing show, but we're not talking Yeah, versus. it should be, though, like an Usher show where exactly. Usher and Friends. Usher and, and Friends. he brings out some, Thank you know, you. a little dancing-ass nigga. And let's ticket. be clear, Justin Timberlake cannot dance on the caliber no, of Usher or Chris Brown. Absolutely. Period. He cannot do that. And I wish you all... Wasn't he recently in a performance where he was looking real geriatric while he was busting a move? Or was... I didn't know if that was a recent performance or just like a meme. You talk about... I saw a meme of them. They was like Justin Timberlake was, Timberlake was beating his feet or something. Yes. Yes, he was doing a DC beat your feet. Yes. Dancing. <laughs> Let's see here. Yep, here we go. Oh wait, no, that's Oh, he apologized. Of course, because okay, well, he stay apologizing. To fans after awkward dance video goes viral. <laughs> Why would he apologize? Let me see here. Wait a minute. I'm sorry I can't dance, y'all. <laughs> DC, I want to apologize to you for two reasons. Here and here. I had a long talk with both of them individually. Who? Who? Who is he talking about? Why Justin gotta apologize all the time? He he don't just can't get nothing right, can he? Bless his heart. No, he cannot. 
it was a real khaki vibe. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. On his Instagram stories, he shared a clip of someone attempting to dance like him at the festival and wrote, nailed it. Wait, okay, hold on. Oh, so he apologized, what, for culturally appropriating? Or? Maybe. I know Justin is sick of, like, I got to apologize. Oh, to that's me. what <laughs> he said. DC, I want to apologize to you for two reasons. Here and here, he shouted while pointing the camera down at his feet. On his Instagram stories, I had a long talk with both of them individually and said, don't you ever do that to me again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, what? I'm confused. He is, he's, he's apologizing he, on behalf he, of his feet? On behalf of his feet. <laughs> ah, so he's so saying wild. the feet. Wait a second. Okay. Yeah. All right, Justin. I, I didn't realize that. I don't. It's ridiculous. Oh my God. White people are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You are tickled. Because it's so stupid. Oh Lord, help me. All right, that's enough trash. <laughs> this is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. All right, y'all. I know it's been a while. <laughs> we have not done an honesty box in a minute, and that's because we want to give you all a little mailbag episode. Mm-hmm. So we're going to skip over the shout out this week and we're going to get into a couple of honesty boxes since it's been a little bit. Sis, would you like to give our first listener a pseudonym? Sure. Uh, She, her. Okay. Let's go with Rose Holloway. All right, Rose Holloway. (laughs) She writes, hello, I discovered your podcast about two years ago and have been an absolute love since. I don't have much of a family and a handful of friends, but listening to this podcast fills the void of what is lacking for that moment. And I thank you. We thank you, Rose Holloway. I thank you for providing a community where I can feel welcomed, accepted, encouraged, and inspired. This may be a lengthy one, but I'll try to keep it as brief as possible. All right. Oh, she says, oh, there's more to this story, so we can reach out if we want more context. I started my mental health journey about five years ago around the time my then boyfriend and I had gotten together. The first year and a half, two years was a little rocky, a lot rocky, and we were both struggling with our mental health, dealing with baby mama and baby daddy drama, Mm. family drama, financial hardship, etc. 
we've lost a lot of shady people along the way, thankfully, moved away from the environment that was negatively affecting us and began to focus more on elevating our lives for our children. Just as things began to look up, my children were unexpectedly uprooted from our home and placed with my mother based on false accusations. Wow. Due to the accusations, mental health status, and financial situation, my mother was granted custody of my children. Mm. I have been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, major depressive disorder, and severe anxiety. Fast forward to present day, I have been awarded joint custody with my mother, who has been the number one root cause of my trauma since early childhood, of my children, and they will live with me primarily starting August of this year. Because of the accusations, which no evidence was found, my then boyfriend is not allowed to be around my children. We broke up about a month ago, and we just found out this past weekend that I'm currently pregnant with his child. We've been actively trying to pay down the debt accumulated to retain my lawyer that helped regain custody. We also had plans to retain her again to fight for full custody and have the clause removed where it says that my then boyfriend cannot be around my children. Although we're both in a better financial situation, we're barely scraping by. Our main focus is to continue to better ourselves so that we can provide a better life for our children. With that, I ask if I can share my resume in hopes that a better job or opportunity arises. She's saying, I'm currently an operations manager for a co-working company and have managed, trained, and assisted nine-plus centers. I'm a Virginia notary public, a fast learner, and a multitasker. So that is from our Rose Holloway, and she has asked that we share that information um, in order to try to get some financial help. So if you're in the Virginia area... And you know of opportunities, please reach out to Getting Grown, um, and we'll be happy to connect. <laughs> Next up, would you like to give our listener a pseudonym? Um, Laura Winslow. Laura Winslow writes, Hi, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia, longtime listener here. Your show has pulled me out of lows on my worst days and times, time and time again. Thank you for the community you've created and your enthusiasm to uplift black people and give them the applause they deserve but are so often deprived of. Oh, she asked that we call her four. Okay. Okay. Well, now your name is Laura Winslow. <laughs> She's, I'm going to give my own pseudonym. Yes. Oh. Today I listened to your feedback, Mad Rigorous episode, and felt like the universe was speaking to me through your podcast. I relate to one of your other listeners who was insistent on becoming an architect, but I hated every second of it. I am a 25-year-old black woman who graduated from architecture school three years ago, also a terp. I have held off on going back to school because I am no longer sure of my career. I loved my academic experience in architecture as well. The collaborative creative atmosphere spoke to me but found the working world of architecture to be unfulfilling and uncreative. Oh, shit. The second epiphany was from the wise Jade. Come on now. Why? I'm constantly compromising who I am for this role, and it's making me miserable. I truly believe that I am a skilled artist designer who was placed on this earth to communicate visually, but somehow ended up in a role where I don't get to be creative at all. All right. She says, architecture is a largely white and male uh, industry and I'm the only black woman in my office mm-hmm. with a strong accent as well I feel like I have no community in this shockingly corporate atmosphere and I had a recent dispute with some overage mean girls that I tried that tr- I tried to handle quietly but HR handed handled it poorly and used a specific incident to bring it up to the manager and now 
I have a target on my back. I left early a couple of days because I was interviewing at three other firms. Someone reported me to HR and now I'm being pseudo stalked and the time I get in and leave are being recorded. As you can guess, my palm colored peers, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> who are uh, a title below me did not get the same reaction to them arriving an hour late every day. In fact, they get to work from home or wherever and whenever they feel like. Mm. Top of everything, I was promoted in 2020 and denied a raise despite reaching benchmarks previously negotiated with my boss. They finally gave me, quote unquote, enough to cover parking. This year was nowhere what we agreed to and pretended they were doing me a favor. Do you have any advice on leaving a job with no prospects? What type of, quote, in-between part-time job would you recommend? I'm lost and believe that if I stay here any longer, my sanity will be irreparable. I'm traumatized and have lost the will to live because my days are devoid of joy. And that is from Laura Winslow. Well, I, I think first and foremost, um, I would encourage you, Laura, to seek some help from a professional, someone <clears throat> who could maybe help you process and think through all of these different uh, conditions you're negotiating and just sort of maybe mm -hmm. strategizing for how to you navigate them or get out of them. Um, I think if you feel like this particular job is compromising your health in any appreciable way, I definitely don't, I, I would, I would offer that you think about this not as, you know, you're not acting irresponsibly, but you're, you know, making a decision that prioritizes your health. And that is not, mm -hmm. that's actually the opposite of, of irresponsible. Um, and if you're doing so, you know, you may not have to have all of the actual next steps sort of laid out before you, um, mm -hmm. you know, maybe you don't have to know all of them, but you just try to learn the first few or try to strategize and think through the first few and then just sort of take things as, as it comes. Um, thinking about, I, I would say if it were me, I would start with thinking about what my needs were like right now. What, what do I, are the non-negotiables? What are the things that I absolutely need in my life? And mm -hmm. what are the things that I'm willing to do or <coughs> that I'm positioned to do right now that will ensure these priorities Mm -hmm. thinking about where you can that sort of is a good place to start thinking about how to what what in your life may need to be repositioned or edited out um for your over to improve your overall the quality the quality of your life um mm -hmm. yeah i just i i don't think you should make these decisions in isolation um so i would encourage you to you know, reach out to, or, you know, I did try to identify whatever resources may be available around you to find someone to help you think through your next mm -hmm. steps. Absolutely. No, I, th I agree with that actually. And, you know, if it's getting to the point where it is affecting your mental health so much, so where it is taking the, the, just the pure joy out of, mm -hmm. um, the day to day where you can't find any joy, 
you know, sometimes we got to go get us a little service job mm-hmm. just to kind of hold things down for a little bit until um, we're able to really do what we want, especially if you want to get more into a creative space and, you know, you kind of need time and, and things like that to do that. That's always a that's always a way. Mm-hmm. People always got to eat people, you know, and people always need a job. And there's no so shame in it. No, not by any means. No and I hope that also you're seeking out some sort of um, professional help, some therapy or uh, just some some assistance on a, a professional level to help you to kind of navigate the space as well. Because um, I know what it is to be in a very, very low place and not really know how to pull yourself out of that. Uh, and it's OK for us to go and get some help with that, too. Mm-hmm. So we are here. Um, if you need to reach back out, we hope that that was helpful. Um, and we, and we pray your peace. Mm-hmm. We pray your peace, Laura. You, you don't have to stay any place that is, that is making you miserable. I've truly believed that you don't need to stay. And I know we got bills to pay and things like that, but if it is affecting you to the, to the point where you can't even exist, then it's time to reevaluate some things. So. Feel free to continue to reach in, re- reach out to us and let us know, you know, what's going on, any updates. And, um, yeah, we're sending you love and encouragement right Appreciate now. It. Appreciate it. All right. Hey, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. Hi. I've been listening to Getting Grown since 2017 Aww. and saw you at the Reed Live show in Nashville. I was just talking about that the other day. Wow. That's where I got me some weed from a man who had some interesting faux locks. But anyway, <laughs> I was living in Philadelphia in 2019, feeling very sad and lonely as I didn't have money to buy groceries and wasn't able to afford travel to travel home to New Orleans for Thanksgiving when your episode, The Nas of Thanksgiving, came out. Oh, God. This episode brought me so much joy and laughter at that time. I listened to it several times, and I'm not a repeat-listen type of girl. I know that's right. (laughs) Me neither. Thank you so much for that. On to my question. I am 27 and a very analytical person. Mm -hmm. I have a STEM degree and consider myself a miser for knowledge. I've just broken off my engagement to a man who is very much not a knowledge seeker. (laughs) While in the relationship, I made myself small and did not seek interesting and stimulating conversations because he couldn't keep up and felt threatened by me having these conversations with others. It has been about three and a half years since I've enjoyed a stimulating conversation. Wow. I fear that if I try to engage in one now, I'll not be able to keep up and seem stupid. My degree is in soil physics, and I currently work and live in a small rural county in the south. I'm the only person of color in the building, and in times where I've tried to share my expertise and knowledge in an attempt to have an engaging conversation, I've been treated like there's something weird or negative about being a go-getter or knowledge seeker. I'm not sure how to flex my intellectual muscle without seeming like a know-it-all, as well as how to engage in stimulating conversation with those willing to have one. Your advice is greatly appreciated. And that is from, did we give her a pseudonym? No, No, we did not. Uh, let's call her Blue. Blue? Blue. Okay. Blue. <laughs> okay, Blue West. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel bad because I want to tell Blue that you do not. Well, I'll, I'll offer, offer to you that as someone who has 
like I, I have used up so much unnecessary energy trying to shift and conform into who I thought people needed me to be in different spaces. Mm-hmm. And now that I am at this great big age, I just am, I, I would offer to you that any place that requires that you change the fundamental parts of who you are in order to feel comfortable there is not a space that's for you mm-hmm. um, personally or professionally. And so I would offer that, you know, to the extent that it's possible, you uh, identify and become a part of spaces and communities that allow for and appreciate and encourage you to be your full, complete self, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Um, and I recognize that that might mean that you need to make some changes in your life. And I'm not in a position to tell you, you know, who to, who to cut off, who to like, you know, that those are decisions that you have to make. I just want to say that, um, it is exhausting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like like trying to constantly be who you think other people want you to be is something that will lead to a level of burnout that I don't wish on any living person. Mm-hmm. There's a labor that comes with always wondering and questioning whether or not you're too much, you're enough for any space. And I, I pray that to the extent that you can, you start to fill your life with the spaces that that do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there's just people, no peace like, like the peace that comes where you can just be your full, authentic self unapologetically. Hell yeah! You want to talk about? You see, you got your degree in soil physics. What is that? Environmental engineering? Something like it's yeah, it's agricultural. Which I used to work for an environmental engineering firm. Let me tell you something. It's a whole bunch of people down at by rice (laughs) and all and all down there who who would love to have conversations with you about all of your findings and all of your different things. But I agree with Kia in the sense where you find your community, right? And that that's easier said than done a Mm -hmm. lot of times. I understand that. But you find your community and you and you set a boundary where you're not going to shift who you are in finding that community. You show up for yourself in every single as yourself in every single space. Um, and also, I will also challenge you, if you don't mind, to uh, really ask yourself and assess what intellectual conversation looks like. Right. Because you may not you, you may want to talk about your soil physics. You may not want to sit around and talk about Omarion and Mario, mm-hmm. you know. But then also, sometimes people are tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they want, you know, there are people who do not seek to do more. And then there are people who are like, you know, I'm multifaceted. I don't always want to have this type of conversation. So I would challenge you as well to take a look and really figure out what it is that you're looking for in these relationships. Is it just this type of conversation or is this, you know, 
a, a larger a larger thing. Am I making any sense? Yeah. And I could be all the way off, right? Well, no, I just but I think it's I think what what I hear you saying is to in, it, interrogate your relationships and really think about the ways in which they fulfill you or they don't. Yes. You know, you got Kia. Kia's a doctor. She might feel like she <laughs> I can't talk about none of that stuff with me. <laughs> but it's not the case because there are ways for her to incorporate what's important to her and some of the things that she's discovering as they relate to me, yeah. right? And in different ways. And so there are there are ways for those types of things to cross over as well and I will also, you know, I would just examine what is it? What kind of conversations am I looking for? Like, am I setting a standard that is unattainable or have I really just been lacking? And I know that this is a larger conversation for me to assess how I show up in spaces. I think all of that is worth taking taking a look at. So I hope that's helpful. I really do. And um, I hope you find your community and keep us updated. If we find a whole batch of other people who want to talk about dirt with you, because they are out there. <laughs> I promise. I promise. There is somebody yes. for everybody. Community also Shall exists we... in different forms, so be open to yeah. it, however it comes. Like, don't think that it has to be so linear. Like, I'm going to talk about dirt over here with the people who... But you know, you never know who has what interests. Uh, exactly. So just be open to conversation and connection. Um, however it comes into your life and what the relationships that it's supposed to develop always do. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I hope that's helpful, Blue. All right. Well, I hope <laughs> that any of that was helpful. Make sure you continue to send your honesty box questions to getting grown podcast at gmail.com. And we'll do a little mini on, you know, mailbag every once in a while. If we start to get an influx, we'll, Maybe go back to weekly. We'll see what happens. But go ahead and send those honesty box questions to Getting Grown Podcast at gmail.com. Shall we go into the self care? Let's do it. All right. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers, 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days, 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. I deserve a <sighs> Be real honest with y'all. Had a hard time figuring out a self-care <laughs> this week because... <laughs> this week okay. you know this week but what i will say is that with this raggedy ass what is it uh pandemic or whatever the fuck <laughs> i have napped yes when my body has called for me to nap yes so good anytime I got tired and said, I need to lay down. I listened to it and I laid down. And I think that's pretty damn good for me. I like that. I'm very happy. That's my self care. That's my self care. Go Thank lay you. down. Go lay down. I'm about to go lay down. So good. 
Um, what you got? I was just going to say we talked about it in the pre-show, but I bought like a personal air purifier that I wear around my yes. neck. Yes. And I just feel safer. And I'm still masking, of course. Don't be crazy. But I, this is just an additional layer of, and it's not just for COVID, right? It just literally, it emits electrodes Everything. that just eliminate all impurities from the air mm-hmm. that is nearest your face. And I think that I deserve that, just generally speaking. I don't want none of y'all's colds and flus and viruses. None of them. No. So yes, down to the Amazon. Or your hot breath. Nope. Don't so, need it. Not interested. I bought myself one as well. After Kia shared that, <laughs> I swiftly went on down and purchased that personal air purifier oh, that yes. I can wear as a necklace. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you I'm going to be walking around this bitch like Flavor Flav. Seriously. I am very excited. Thank you very much oh, for yes. sharing that with me. Absolutely. And that's it for our self-care because we... <laughs> We're just doing our best. We had a hard time this week. Mm -hmm. We are doing the best we can. Let's move on to these petty peeves. All right. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. It's time for these petty peeves, y'all. So, I watched this documentary in my sick Mm -hmm. called Mm -hmm. The Deep End. Oh, wow. On Hulu. Okay. About this YouTube um, spiritual DK guru hmm. who has essentially started a cult. <laughs> um, and they had a four part documentary on Hulu. And when I tell you, this white woman infuriated me oh, on 932 levels. Oh, no. Fooling with people's sensitive natures and traumatic events and manipulating them emotionally is such a nasty place to be. And this lady, Till Swan, that's her name. Teal Swan, she got dead eyes. Oh wow! Her eyes. If you look at her eyes, her eyes not right. And I'm not talking about the color of her eyes. I'm talking about her eyes. Y'all have always got to look in people's eyeballs. That will tell you everything you need to know. Dead, dead, and she is a danger to uh, emotionally fragile society. And I want her to go to jail. Yikes! And I don't even like jail. Yikes. That's it. That's my petty peeve. People like that who take advantage of people's emotional state and that t- and that in that teal swan lady, a a living, walking, breathing sociopathic demon. Egotistical, self-centered, and narcissistic. Dangerous. Yikes. That's it. My petty peeve is um a kind of like a two-part petty peeve public service mm. announcement. Oh, yes. I'm ready. And so I went to the gas station yesterday because um, I needed some million-dollar gasoline. And I noticed that after I used my credit card, I, I saw on the app that there were there was a hold. There were two $150 holds on my credit what? card. 
And so I called the people down to the MX immediately, like, uh, help me understand here. I got $40 worth of gas, and um, I see this hold on my account. And he was like, you know what, don't be alarmed. Because of the gas prices and because of, I guess, the latest, greatest credit card scams. <laughs> um, oh, no. You know, all gas stations... Um, there was some sort of bill or something. I don't know. I don't know how it got to be official, but they're allowed to sort of put these pending authorizations on your credit card. Like if you use your credit card or debit card at the pump, they, in order to make sure that the money is there, they'll like put a hold on your account until, so, so she was like, you know, those or, um, authorizations will drop off, you know, once, I guess it's determined that this is a legit card. They they determine that this is a legit card, and they'll it, you you're good for whatever, how, however much gas you got. Um, but you know it's good that you are mindful because you know sometimes those authorizations or pending they don't fall off. So just keep an eye out. Uh, and I'm just like, okay, okay so they're gonna fall off or not? So they're like, gonna fall off or not? I mean, it's not them. It's literally the gas stations are doing this. I guess it's okay. precaution on their end because they've been stiffed. I guess people steal or whatever so many Especially times. Especially with these gas prices. Yes. And so they put these authorizations on your account. Uh, and most of the times they fall off. But, you know, also it's jarring, right? Because it's like, I got $40 worth of gas and the thing was $150. So they just like <sighs> load up this like hold. Kind of like if you rent a car or if you get a hotel room, they'll put a hold on your account. They do the same thing now at the gas station, y'all. <laughs> and yeah. You see what just, you niggas have just done? Just living in you wild times. We're living in wild times. So just pay attention. It's not even, you know what? It's not even their fault. Niggas have had to create this scams because the gas is so, because the saying. gas is too damn high. <laughs> I'm saying we're just living in wild times and, and it's just important to pay attention because wherever people can get over, they will. So it's just best to be to have your guards about you. Sorry. So <laughs> that you can get them just like Jade is trying to get this mosquito. This fruit fly has been room. on my nerves. Did I get you? No, God damn it. That is a very big bug to be killing with your hands. Like you you clap a gnat. A fruit fly has some substance. It's not to like his a body. fly. It's not like a fly. Oh, it's like a it's little like a, natty. Yeah, it's a natty fruit fly, mm. and it's getting. Or is it a mosquito? It's one or the other, but it's working my nerves. And this nigga has been looming for this entire episode. Are you enjoying the show? The fuck? Would you like to have a word? You want to take care of these gas prices since <laughs> you want to be all. <laughs> I did rejoice because I, I I walked past the gas station yesterday and realized that it was six cents cheaper. I got gas yesterday down in the ghetto. So, so you have to go to the ghetto to get your nails done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know. Which your nails look phenomenal, by the way. They're giving me Valentine's Day <laughs> steez. Thank you. <laughs> um, but they had them down. The gas prices is always better down there. So that's where I went yesterday. The gas prices, I, hopefully... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're going down a smidge, but I definitely saw six cents cheaper. It was not. It was four ninety five. Actually, yeah, that's yesterday more than six I think I paid cheaper. like four seventy nine. 
Okay, see, all mm-hmm. right, we are. Uh, look at us, just just creeping down to some manageable territory. <laughs> Hopefully, prayerfully, and we're gonna keep that happening. And that is another episode of Getting Grown. Thank you all for tuning in every single week. Uh, thank you for your well wishes and your and your healing vibes and all of those things. Um, if you did not send me healing vibes and you sent me something else, I send it right back to you. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'd just be taking myself out. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you to everybody who submitted an honesty box question. Continue to send those to getting grown podcast at gmail.com. We got some good guests coming up. Uh, after we got some guests coming for the summer, a few, a few more, but we've taken a bit of a, you know, we've had some, a good run of guests for a while. We have. So we're just taking a bit of a hiatus as everybody is in the thick of their summer plans. Um, we'll be and here. Or COVID. And Jade, but yeah, we'll be here. We just I have to put up we'll, with our, our foolishness, you know, and hopefully the trash just <laughs> continues to be the gift that gives on giving. <laughs> Sister, take them out and tell them what to do with themselves. All right, y'all. Take care of yourselves. Make sure that you are moisturizing your mind by minding the business that is yours and yours alone. Yours. You want to make sure that you are moisturizing your insides by drinking more than enough water. It is the summer mm. months. Dehydration is the disease. Has many, many implications. Leads to many, many other terrible things in your life. Chief among them, huh? Ashy dry skin because your black will crack if it's dry. So moisturize, moisturize yeah. your body, I day your legs, your hips, your body, I day, I day. Also shower <laughs> with soap <laughs> multiple times. If you have been sweating, Lord it is shower mercy. multiple times season. Yeah, get it together. Don't be out here smelling cheesy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>